Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Thank the Lord for his gift of his life. Amen. I want to preach to you on the subject, Peace to All People peace to all people. I'm going to be reading from the book of Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. And I'm going to go ahead. I gave a couple of scriptures here today, but I'm going to go ahead and read from 7 down to 15, if you could get that up. 7 to 15. Thank you. Amen. The Christmas story in chapter 2 of the book of Luke has, has some very unique and significant things in this chapter about the birth of Christ, about the beauty of this Christmas season. Thank you, first of all, to all of those that uh, sang the uh, Christmas songs and, and the hard work that went into it. I didn't I wasn't able to make it to the Christmas program, but I'm glad I got to hear some of the songs today. Thank you very much. The book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 7, And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God. Can you imagine this great choir that was singing unto the Lord? Heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men and it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them unto heaven the shepherds said one to another let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass which the Lord hath made known unto us peace to all people Peace to all people. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. On this Christmas celebration of the birth of Christ, it was a miracle. It was a miracle how God came to this earth, put his spirit into a fleshly form, 
in, within the Virgin Mary and she birthed the Savior. He came to this earth to experience the things that we experience, but yet to bring forth a perfect sacrifice of blood that was without sin. And that's what he did. And some here of recent, I've heard people talk about how, that, how does the death of Christ tie in with Christmas? Why should we be talking about death when we're talking about Christ's birth? But it all goes hand in hand. Everything about the birth, everything about his life, everything about his example, everything about his death, his burial, and then not ending there, but the resurrection, it all goes hand in hand. It was all a part of his plan for him to come to this earth in the first place. What a beautiful story that it is. To many, uh, it's just a story, and to some, it's a story that they don't believe. But to others, it is a, it is a true story of real hope and real salvation and real uh, victory for those that give their life to the Lord. But the Lord had promised that there would be peace to all people. And some in our world today are so messed up and there is such fighting and battling and disunity within our world of one side has one belief, another side has another belief, another side has uh, maybe in the middle has a different belief and it's just a confusion that is going on. And some put a lot of faith to bring forth peace through government, but yet there, this announcement was that the Lord's government was coming to this earth to bring forth peace. And there is a lot of talk if, if the government of our country today would really realize that, that I today have the answer because I have received it from God, they would probably be at my doorstep right now saying tell us with their tablets open and their pens ready to write or the computers ready to type they would be saying give us the answer of what it's going to take to bring peace to this world it's not found in men it's found in God the answer is right here in our midst the 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 world, our country, has the answer. It's in the word of God. The Lord left it here for us so that we could walk in that peace that he desires to give to us. It is a peace that is beyond mankind's proposition of peace. It is a peace that will last forever through eternity. It is a peace that is a true peace. It is a true peace. You see, through the ages of man's existence, they have been searching for this gem of peace. Well, I say that some have, because there are some that in this search of peace, they have searched in the wrong places, thinking that their own thinking of peace is going to bring forth peace. It might bring peace for a period of time, and then it fails. But God's peace will never fail. Some have searched for peace within their own thinking, within their own lives, within their jobs, within their bank accounts, within certain things. But I've read stories and heard 
reports of people that were billionaires but yet were not happy and did not have peace and ended up their lives a destruction and just giving their life away to what they thought was peace but yet it did not bring true peace they simply needed the word of God in their lives so today the peace that God has offered to this world through his plan eventually ends up within us that are walking in the spirit that have received salvation we are that representation of peace to this world Many are looking for those gems of treasure. The fact of the matter is that some people and some nations want peace, but some people and some nations want strife. They thrive on strife. They thrive on division. They thrive on uh, no peace, just to stir things up. It was said in the... In the Moody Bible Institute, uh, it was today in the Word. It said that the personal journal reported this incredible statistic. Since the beginning of recorded history of man, the entire world has been at peace less than 8% of the time. In this striving to find true peace, Throughout all of mankind, the life history of man, just 8% of that time was peace. In its study, the periodical discovered that of 3,530 years of recorded history, and I know it goes even beyond that, of recorded history, only 286 years saw peace. Moreover, in the excess of 8,000 and probably more peace treaties were made and broken in that process of time. And out of what man could produce, it only produced 286 years that saw peace out of all of those 3,500 to possibly more years of man's existence. You see, what man can give to this world is a good gesture and it's a good thing to strive for what is going to bring peace to people's lives and even us. We as a church need to strive for peace because it gives us that ability to be able to come into the house of God and worship God in spirit and in truth as, uh, as we see others find peace, we will find peace also. It has been said that some people say, well, it, it had, their strife and struggle has to do with them and it has nothing to do with me. But I say here today that if we don't fight for one another and bring forth peace and unity with all of mankind, then we're not going to eventually have peace ourselves. But yet the peace of God will always remain for the church. Our world might strive for peace and not find the true peace, but with the church we will always find peace. We need peace in our world. Safety consists not in the absence of danger, but in the presence of God. That is where truth peace comes from. Matter of fact, people have even given their lives for peace. There was a monk, uh, uh, Telematicus called for the gladiators in Rome's Colosseum 
as they were filling the stadiums up to fight to the death in uh, Telematicus called for the gladiators in Rome's Colosseum to stop the killings. He even went down into the arena and got between the gladiators to stand there so that they wouldn't kill themselves. And, the, and, and history says, and a fable says, I'm not sure of all of the exact pieces of history, but he was stabbed with a sword and he died right there as people gasped. And the crowd said, thrust him through he was thrust through trying to bring peace he gave his life the sacrifice there and the story has it that this moved the people so much that people began to leave the stadium and as of the the fights of the gladiators stopped shortly after in 404 AD we see that that these things of death and lack of peace to fight against it to bring peace sometimes takes sacrifice sacrifice of life a martyr giving of their life a life that was martyred for life and peace and we find this also in the life of Christ Christmas story he came to this earth to give of his life but yet it was also sacrificed for life and peace and salvation Sometimes we think that peace is in our lives is a lack of any, any kind of strife in our lives. That's almost impossible when you consider what I read to you just earlier of all of the efforts of peace in our world and only 286 years of peace out of all of those other years. There is a story about the search for the perfect picture of peace it says this in the story long ago a man sought a perfect picture of peace not finding one that satisfied he announced a contest to produce the masterpiece an artistic painting of what true peace looks like the challenge stirred the imagination of artists everywhere and paintings arrived from far and wide Finally, the great day of revelation arrived. The judges uncovered uh, one peaceful scene after another. Pictures that were painted by artists of what their rendition of peace was really all about. They pulled the pieces of cloth off, to, off of them. And scene after scene after another, while the viewers clapped and cheered, at these beautiful paintings. The tension grew when only two pictures remained. They remained veiled, and as a judge pulled the cover from one, a hush fell over the crowd. A mirror-smooth lake reflected lacy green birches under the soft blushes of the evening sky along the grassy shore a flock of sheep grazed undisturbed surely this was the winner it was a picture of peace with no strife whatsoever surely this has to be the the winning artistic drawing or painting the man was with the vision of finding the true peace came up himself 
and uncovered the second painting, the very last painting himself. And the crowd gasped in surprise as they looked at this painting. Could this be peace? Is it possible that this picture with all these other pictures be peace? And a tumultuous waterfall cascaded down a rocky precipice. The crowd could almost feel its cold. Penetrating spray, stormy gray clouds gathered over the top of this waterfall threatened to explode with lightning, wind, and rain. In the midst of the thundering noises and bitter chill, a spindly tree clung to the rocks at the edge of the falls. One of its branches reached out in front of the torrential waters as if foolishly seeking to experience its full power. And a little bird had built a nest in the elbow of that branch. Content and undisturbed in her stormy surroundings, she rested on her eggs. With her eyes closed and her wings ready to cover her little ones, she manifested peace that transcends all earthly turmoil. And that was the winning artistic painting of what peace really is because it sounds to me like a real life experience doesn't it that peace in this present world is not with a lack of any kind of struggle or any kind of strife that's just not normal but when we look at our lives we do realize that there are times in our life that we're seeking peace but in the midst of peace, we're living in the midst of turmoil in a world. We're living in the midst of heartache and pain and struggle and loss at times. But yet the true peace from God doesn't mean that there will be no strife in life, that there will be no heartache in life, that everything will be perfect. But it means that God will sustain us in the times of our struggle. He will be there in those times of of hurts. He will be there to comfort us when we've lost our loved ones. He will be there during the time when there is a, a, there is a battle that is going on with our health or with our finances or with our, with our struggles just of life, but yet within that midst of the rushing, roaring waterfall and the clouds ready to strike lightning and gray clouds and bring a torrential downfall and a storm in our lives, yet we can still sit on the branch of that tree in the midst of strife and turmoil and there can be peace. Hmm. And there could be peace. And there could be love, and there could be mercy, and there could be help, and there could be victory, and there could be strength, and there could be a, a joy in living for God because he is peace to this world and not just to us as a church. But he said this is a peace to all people, all people. On that wonderful day in the book of Luke chapter 2, the announcement of the birth of Jesus was made by the angels but it's interesting that the angels selected a very 
a very unique group of people to give this announcement, one of the greatest announcements of mankind, peace to all people. And it was to shepherds. Understanding the description of shepherds, uh, we were in Israel and we seen shepherds with their flocks and they were just wandering around the, the land trying to find food for their sheep, the flocks of their sheep, and they were trying to take care of them, but they didn't look like they were very wealthy. They didn't look like they, they looked like nomads. They didn't look like they were of great uh, respect, and that's really what uh, it really came down to as far as shepherd. A shepherd uh, was looked down upon in society. They uh, they were not the the up and rising community that you would put a lot of respect in. But yet that's the way they looked at them at the time in society at that time. But here the angels came down from heaven, and they began to announce the announcement to shepherds. Not the best job description. Some might want a job description of being a king or a job description of being a, of royalty or a job description uh, in that day. I know it was not a, a computer expert or it wasn't a CEO of a company or whatever it could have been. It wasn't called that at that time, but there's a lot of other job descriptions that people would possibly say that, that the announcement would be given to, but it was given to shepherds. Shepherds that their robes were dirty, dusty. Shepherds that didn't look like that would be the place that the announcement, the greatest announcement of the world will be given to. But when you think about it, of why they chose shepherds for the angels to give the world's greatest announcement to, just a few here, was not the first blood sacrifice for Adam and Eve's sins by a shepherd, a blood sacrifice, that of a keeper of sheep, Abel? Was not the chosen type and earthly root of the Christ, a shepherd taken from sheepfolds? In the scripture, John 10 and 11 says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. It's not one of the favorite symbols of the world's Savior, the good shepherd. It's not the Savior's work, that of him who leaves the ninety and nine and goes after the sheep which is lost, which was speaking about Jesus. Is it not that example of sheep that Jesus took on? And when you think about this here, it came to me as I was reading this, uh, going about the 90 and 9 and leaving, leaving the 90 and 9, going after the one that is lost, lost. Isn't that what the Lord did when he left heaven and those that were in heaven and came to this earthly place to search and seek out those that were lost? He's a shepherd. So he gave this announcement by the angels to the shepherd and then the heavenly host began to sing praises unto God before the shepherds. The greatest announcement to mankind. In Luke 2, 10 and 11, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of 
great joy which shall be to all people for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord good tidings of great joy good news that the Savior has come to the earth the gospel message it talks about it's tied in with good news gospel message this gospel message of the death burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ it also includes the birth of Jesus Christ it is the message of salvation it is the message of peace to all people nobody excluded nobody excluded this message stands true still yet today. We have this word of the Lord that is good news here. This gospel message of, of, of birth, death, burial, resurrection of Christ that gives us hope. It is good news today that we have a message of hope in this world. It's not just reserved for Christmas time, Christmas season. It is reserved for all time, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. The Lord has opened up this great message of peace and good news to all people. Peace. Amen. This message still stands true to this day. There is a message of peace available for all through Jesus Christ. Peace. The way that leads to true peace is through salvation in him. It's not through man's ways. It's not through uh, any other avenue, but through the ways of God's message to the world here today. Peace of the world will fail in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 3 and when they shall say peace and safety then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child and they shall not escape peace will fail in this world but the peace of God will never fail never fail Luke 2 13 and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace good will toward men peace good will toward men toward nations to all that will receive it will find the peace of God matter of fact the Lord even gives that great invitation for peace when I talk about peace I'm talking about salvation he gives that great invitation uh, in the book of Matthew 28 and 30 it says come unto me come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light when we talk about the peace of God, when we talk about the presence of God, it brings forth a beautiful peace to our lives. In the midst of a world that is in turmoil right now, the church can walk in peace. 
because God is with us. And it's not just reserved just for us. It's reserved for all mankind. It's reserved for anybody that will come to him and say, here I am, Lord, I surrender it all to you. I'm tired of trying to make it my own way in peace. Because when it's said that peace is coming, be cautious lest sudden destruction comes. But in God's government, it never ends. His peace never ends. His peace continues on and on and on and on. I love peace. We've all had enough of the strife and battling and debate in our lives. We've all had enough fighting and struggle in our lives. I just love the word peace. I just love that calming word of just peace. Matter of fact, I am one that loves to see peace. I know something is ingrained into me to kick into gear when I need to fight. But it's only for certain things when I'm ready to fight to protect my family from harm, when I'm ready to fight for the Word of God because I know it's truth and it's going to stand. When I'm ready to fight for the church, I'm ready to kick it in gear. I'll kick it in high gear if I have to. But when it comes to having a choice, do I want to fight or do I want to, do I want peace? I love peace. I love the calming. I love the calming in the midst of the struggle. And we might be just like that bird that was sitting on a branch with the clouds overhead that looked like it would bring a terrible storm and the waterfall. But why did the bird pick a place right there? Because that's just life. That's just the way life is. Some things we can we can make better decisions with and change but yet a lot of times it's just life and some things that have come our way were not our own fault they was the fault of maybe someone else making a bad decision but we're ending up in this place called life and sometimes health does good sometimes health fails but yet some of that could be a part of our bad choices but a lot of it's just it's just life Sometimes battle between family members or friends or whatever might come, but we can make a difference with a soft answer, as we talked about on Wednesday night. We have a choice to fight for peace or to fight for strife or to fight in strife. But today God has said there is an opportunity for peace to all mankind. That's the beauty of this Christmas story. It's the beauty of, of what the gift that the Lord has given us. He is, a, he is a peace speaker. He is a peace giver. And when we truly find the presence and power of God's Spirit in our lives, I tell you what we find, we can breathe in the breath of freshness, of peace. 
and it's so satisfying it's so blessed it's so precious to breathe in the breath of peace into our lives what the world needs most in the is the true peace of God not just during this season but all year long and we have God in us let us share the peace with this world let's celebrate the announcement of peace of God to all men today and every day all year long but when you receive the peace into your life it brings a satisfaction that nothing else can bring it's just a beautiful experience in God when we come to him and bring our heavy weights and our burdens and lay it at the feet of Jesus and he says peace be still to the calming of the storms and peace be still and we feel that hush and that quietness and that relief in the presence of the almighty God peace to all men I'd like for us to stand today this is a time of celebration of peace upon our lives but there are people in this world right now that that are thinking in their mind that there is no possibility of ever finding peace every battle they've tried to work through on their own they've struggled with these things but yet today there are people in this season that feel like that there is no possibility of peace to come to their lives but you if you have the spirit of God within you and salvation within your soul you have peace that you can relay to other people today I would like for us to come to this altar and I'd like for us to lift our hands and give thanks unto the Lord for peace for the peace of the Lord such a beautiful presence of God the holy hush upon us of God's spirit the calming of the troubled waters of our soul oh yes yes let the peace of God come upon us let the peace of God cover us here today Cover me, cover me, oh peace of God, cover me.